1: Welcome back to the NFT Nation Podcast, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I am lucky enough to be joined by NFT developer and web3 extraordinaire Vic Perez, aka Mr. Crypto. Mr. Crypto is not only the developer and creator of the Explore NFT Bull Club, he is also he also has a huge Twitter following that allows him to host a wide variety of Twitter spaces where everyone can learn and ask about many different crypto topics and a wide variety of Web3 topics as well. So without further ado, I'd like to give my guest the floor and allow him to introduce himself. How's it going?
0: Doing good, Michael. Thank you for having me. <clears throat> like you said, my name is Big. Uh, I go by Mr. Crypto. Uh, that is my alias on Web3. Uh, I am a developer, and I do have an NFT collection that we designed uh, to introduce new people uh, into the Web3 and NFTs. Uh, and the name of that, uh, project is called explore nft bull club
1: awesome awesome yeah i agree it's great to have you on today i'm really excited to learn more about not only um your kind of past and history inside the crypto space as well as your kind of future plans and what you're currently building on so kind of on that aspect i'd like to learn more about you and the first question i have for you is kind of what's your story and how would you say you kind of got to where you are now
0: Uh, Well, uh, it all started last year. Whenever Doge started pumping, Uh, I noticed that my phone was giving me notifications and I had not been into the NFT or into the crypto space for quite some time. Uh, And then, you know, I did my research. I opened up a Twitter account last year and I started following uh, Elon Musk uh, and he was tweeting about Doge. So that piqued my interest. I got back into crypto and I started, you know, getting more into cryptocurrency and then I moved on, on to NFTs. At first, I was very skeptical of NFTs uh, because, you know, I had heard a lot of things such as, you know, money laundering and the whole aspect and concept of, a, you know, a digital picture being worth $1,000 was kind of stupid to me.
1: <laughs> so,
0: you know, I kind of turned away from that and focused more on cryptocurrency. Uh, but one day I was stumbling upon one of the uh, NFT platforms uh, and I saw a piece of art that I liked and it caught my attention. I'm like, well, this is pretty cool. Uh, so... I got into it, I bought it, and then from there my, you know, affection for NFTs just grew bigger and bigger uh, to the point to where, you know, I wanted to know more about NFTs and I wanted to pretty much learn on how to create them, how to, you know, develop uh, smart contracts and, you know, how how much pretty much how to, you know, get into the NFT scene. Uh, so that was my, uh, you know... Uh, tiptoed into the water of crypto and nfts um and then it all started last year
1: awesome yeah i feel like you um you have a similar experience too i think a lot of people that would be listening to this today like especially since nfts you would consider them new especially with cryptocurrency because all of like the rise of kind of the markets and everything a lot of people have gotten in in the past year year and a half so it's kind of cool to see that someone uh i don't Uh, overemphasize what you do or whatever but it's great to see someone that's kind of new to the space do so well and have a uh, good like a big following like you do so it's really cool to see that
0: yeah and you know i mean nfts just just came out of nowhere i actually saw the board apes when they were like 0.04 like they were ridiculously cheap And, you know, when I saw it, I'm like, well, why do I want a picture of a monkey? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, little do you know, a year later that, you know, ape is now worth thousands of dollars. So, I mean, the NFT scene is just uh, changing and, you know, the adoption is here. Bigger companies are starting to get into NFTs. uh, And, you know, they're not just pretty pictures uh, or ugly pictures for that matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they do uh, come with. All the cool things you can have uh, in Web3, such as, you know, a smart contract. And you can pretty much track uh, where those tokens are allocated at any time, uh, you know, if you want to look for them.
1: Yeah, that's super cool to see. Um, I, I mean, I think a lot of people have been in your position where they've seen a certain NFT or something. And they're like, ah, that collection's not going anywhere. They check their, they check OpenSea a week later and it's worth like 18 times what it first was. It's just crazy to see. I think a lot of people can kind of resonate with that, but kind of on the before crypto aspect of what you kind of talked about earlier, do you kind of talk about like maybe what you did before uh, kind of diving deep in NFTs, how you kind of got started with social media and everything?
0: Yeah. So uh, back in the days before I got into crypto, uh, I used to own my own uh, landscape company. I used to build patios, pergolas, you know, I made the uh, backyards look pretty. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when I, I dabbled into the, um, uh, crypto space, you know, I, I pretty much found my calling. <laughs> I was uh, streaming on Twitch. Um, and prior to that, you know, I used to stream video games. So I kind of had an, uh, a sense of uh, a niche to be able to communicate with an audience. Uh, so that helped me engage whenever I was doing the crypto. Uh, new people were coming in and they were asking questions and I was able to help them and pretty much answer any question they had. But uh, prior to this, you know, I used to own a landscape company and I actually closed it down last year uh because i got so involved with crypto and nfts that i you know decided to do that as a full-time job uh so that side of uh <clears throat> work uh you know got put on hold and you know now i'm focusing on what is you know web3 uh, crypto and pretty much just enhancing um the knowledge to the uh everyday uh user that's not aware of uh, nfts and you know cryptocurrency
1: yeah, that's awesome. It's, it's pretty admirable to see that you kind of dove headfirst into the space because you kind of found your calling. You're like, you know what? The landscaping can can be on hold. I'm going to take this risk, and I'm going to do what I enjoy. So it's really cool to see that. I, I appreciate uh, you kind of commenting on that. But you kind of talked about how you obviously used to ho- or host Twitch streams, and it's kind of similar to your experience with hosting Twitter spaces and everything. Can you kind of explain how your kind of growth of Twitter or your Twitter following has been?
0: Yeah. So I started, you know, doing Twitch streams because back in the days, if you wanted some information, you would either go to YouTube or Twitch. Um, I did start on YouTube uh, with another uh, group of people that, you know, was talking about Doge and that's how I got my following. And, you know, on Twitch, I used to do video game streaming because that's what, you know, Twitch is mostly used for. Uh, So whenever, came my turn to kind of you know split away and do my own thing i had that as a you know as a background so i transitioned some of those people from youtube onto twitch um and you know once we got into a rhythm of you know getting uh into different projects uh one of the biggest things that rolled out last year was uh spaces for twitter uh and you know pretty much twitter spaces is a pretty much a public uh forum where you can just jump in and ask questions and you know like me and you were having a conversation. Uh, That's exactly what uh, Twitter was able to bring to a lot of people. So I got to meet a lot of different people from different parts of the world. Um, And that was just a game changer. Um, And I think a lot of people took advantage of that. And that's how I was able to grow my following. Uh, You know, I did start from zero followers last year up to, you know, 30 something uh, K in following. And, but you know, my thing was I was on there twenty four seven, literally hosting spaces, uh, interacting. I mean, tweeting you know fifty times a day, uh, just keeping the engagement going for me to be able to get to that you know to that uh, point of of um, of followers. Uh, yeah, on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really cool to see Twitter spaces can really uh, are kind of a, a wealth of knowledge if you say they. Obviously, some of them can be. Uh, kind of a shit show you could say with um very being very disorganized and everything and some of them are just a bunch of crazy people just yelling at each other but it's cool to see that twitter spaces have the ability um especially uh your twitter spaces have the ability to actually teach people and especially like big q a sessions where people that normally wouldn't uh would be too nervous to kind of ask someone about it has the ability to kind of join a twitter space and be like hey like I don't understand this topic like can you you care to dive more deep into it like how do you mint nft stuff like that it's kind of cool to see uh just regular people join a space and talk about it and maybe even uh one day we could host a space together and answer some q a questions from the audience maybe that's a potential thing we could do but also what do you what would you say like you obviously teach a lot of people in your spaces what would you say you have learned from hosting all these spaces
0: uh, I have learned that people if they come together, can move mountains.
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and uh, you know um, when I started hosting my spaces, uh, I, I used to host them for a particular token that came out last year called Safe Moon. Uh, and you know the community grew so big where we had people like you know listening in to like for 1500 to 1500 1400 to 1500 people at one time. Uh, and right now, you know, if you go uh, late at night and you find another show uh, about safe when you can see them, you know, hosting spaces with 500 people. So that community grew and most of them came from Twitter. Uh, so if you're very consistent when it comes to Twitter uh, spaces, you can get a big following and you can grow a community, uh, you know, out of nowhere. So that's one of the biggest things that, you know, Twitter has taught me that, you uh, Twitter is a very good tool uh, if you use it for the right uh, purposes and it can bring a lot of people together. And like I said, you know, um, anyone can just jump in there and ask questions. And, you know, sometimes the Twitter spaces felt so comfortable, like you were just chatting with friends that anyone would come up and say, hey, you know, I have a question and I'm not scared because, you know, you guys are making me feel comfortable. So uh, that's one of the biggest things that I learned uh, from, you know, hosting Twitter spaces that you can literally, uh, you know, build a community from thin air uh, into something that's major, um, you know, such as that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Twitter spaces have the power to do a lot of different stuff. And especially with um, how you've been doing Twitter spaces for a long time, you've definitely had some very good Twitter spaces as well as some weird or maybe kind of memorable spaces for maybe not the right reasons. Do you care to kind of explain some what some of the weird moments and maybe even like a most memorable experience that you've had with like a twitter space uh
0: i mean there has been times where people you know would come in and they would you know scream at us because we were hosting spaces about that particular token <laughs> uh you know and you would pretty much encounter all kinds of crazy people on there because you know it's an open platform so anyone from you know any background and any ethnicity any part of the world just jumps in there and you know sometimes they have different views um so there's definitely tons of crazy people out there uh, and sometimes you know you just have to boot them out because <laughs> yeah. they yeah. say you, you you just can't believe they said those kinds of things um so you know i, I mean you if If you could think of the worst thing that someone could come up there and and say it, it has been said before.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, kind of on the topic of you teaching people about uh, certain crypto topics and kind of staying safe within the market, I remember you talked about how you made a fake token, or not like a fake token, but you made your own cryptocurrency token inside of a Twitter space to kind of show how easily it can be made and how a rug pull can kind of happen you can kind of dive dive more deep into that and kind of explain that to the audience
0: of course yeah so basically one night you we were on twitter spaces just you know chit-chatting about all these cryptocurrencies that were coming out with some you know weird names uh and you know i told everyone you know well the thing is that nowadays it's so simple to make a token that anybody can just create one so uh what i ended up doing was you know going to, to uh, cointool.io uh, where it's basically uh, a platform that allows you to pretty much create your own token. Um, you put a, how many tokens you want minted, what kind of functions you want on that token. Uh, and so, you know, I, I just pretty much while we were on spaces like, you know, me and you right now talking, I went ahead and, and you know, created a token and and I pretty much launched it, uh, you know, live just for the people that were there just to show them like, hey, you know, this is how tokens are created on the daily. And, uh, you know, it was a crazy experiment because... Uh, You know, I I put up all the money that I had (laughs) at that particular time. Um, And if I wanted tokens, I would have I would have to go and purchase them from the exchange. At that time, we were using PancakeSwap. Uh, So, you know, we did that as an experiment uh, to show people that, you know, creating tokens in this space is very, very simple. And anybody can create tokens. Uh, So, you know, that little experiment pretty much turned into a one million dollar in market cap uh, token. And, you know, it was one of the craziest nights that a lot of people will remember uh, when it comes to those spaces where, you know, we created a token just for fun and that just blew up. Uh, and like anything, you know, it go, as what goes up must come down. So a lot of people made a lot of money that day. Uh, and at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I, I got my tokens. But, you know, uh, there's no liquidity left um, uh, from those tokens. Um, yeah. There's some of it left. Uh, and I want to keep it that way. Uh, I just want to share it. Shit. Uh, and just, you know, leave it in my wallet to, you know, to have a reminder that, you know, I did create something unique um, with a group of people that, you know, I consider friends. And, you know, it was very crazy uh, to have that experience just go from zero to, you know, a million dollar market cap. Uh, and it was, you know, it was we put a very stupid name on it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, people just, you know, people are gamblers, unfortunately, in this space. Mm-hmm. People are a bunch of degenerates. Um <laughs> And you know, uh the worse the name is, the uglier the n f t is the more it attracts people, and people buy it so
1: yeah, to not to mention like you said like the uglier the n f t is um just recently, the kind of goblin n f t collection just popped off, and it's almost gonna break like the floor of mutant apes, which is honestly crazy to see, but it's just another reason another kind of example of how people gamble inside the nft space but kind of talking about nft collections and everything since you actually are a developer and creator of an nft collection do you kind of care to explain why you uh created the explore nft Bull club
0: yeah so the explore nft Bull club we created it to kind of introduce brand new people into the space um And, you know, I'm very proud to say that a lot of people that we were able to onboard onto NFTs actually started doing really good for themselves. Uh, You know, after we taught them how NFTs work, how they could, you know, see them on their wallets, how they could, you know, sell them to the public, they dove into, you know, uh, they pretty much expanded their portfolio. So they started investing in other uh, NFT projects. And some of them actually made a lot of money. There's a guy that sent me a message and he's like, hey, man, ever since i started following you in nfts you know i made like seventy thousand dollars so you know thank you for putting me onto nfts so i'm very proud to say that you know a lot of people that have jumped into our project uh you know have been able to learn a lot of things and have been able to diversify their portfolio to the point where they're actually you know making money uh by buying different nfts and you know pretty much selling them um so our project is based on bringing people into a community and pretty much giving them guidance on how NFTs work, uh, what NFTs are trending, uh, you know, what NFTs you should get into uh, that have utility. And, in, you know, this space changes constantly. So you have to be on it, you know, constant um, when it comes to what's trending, like, you know, like the Goblin Town. I mean, mm-hmm. those things were so ugly and I'm like, I would never buy them. <laughs> of, you know, all of a sudden they went from zero to, you know, literally nine eth I think was the floor a couple of hours ago. So it's just ridiculous what this space, um, you know, has has done. And it's, you know, the things you can do and the kind of uh, money that gets moved around. And it's all, you know, based on uh, hype and community. And that's one of the the things that I've been able to uh, teach a lot of people that have, uh, you know, uh, brought into uh, the bull club. So that's yeah. why we created, uh, you know, the, the bull club.
1: Yeah, if you uh, don't don't mind, would you kind of give the audience uh, an example of where they could kind of find the Explore NFT Bull Club?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we have a website. Uh, it is called ENFTBullClub.com and if you are, you know, new to NFTs, we actually created a smart contract that mints the NFT for you so you don't have to connect the wallet. A lot of the people uh, that come, you know, brand new don't Uh, don't know how to connect their wallets uh, to, to, you know, to websites. So we basically created something that's very simple. Uh, So we have QR codes uh, whenever you want to mint an NFT. So if you want to mint one of the bulls, uh, basically you download Trust Wallet, uh, you buy BNB Smart Chain, which you can do that on the app. And then three, whenever you're ready to buy uh, an NFT or to mint it, you basically open up your camera, scan the QR code, And it will open up your Trust Wallet and fill everything out for you. All you have to do is literally hit send. Uh, It sends 0.1, which right now is around $32 uh, Mm -hmm. to the smart contract. And that smart contract mints you an NFT and sends it straight to your wallet. Uh, That's awesome. So it's very simple to use. You know, your grandma can do it. It's three simple steps. You download Trust Wallet, you buy Binance Smart Chain, and you pretty much open up your camera, scan the QR code, and it mints the NFT for you.
1: That's so cool. That's really helpful. I can tell it's um really going to help a lot of people. And it probably already it already has helped a lot of people into the crypto space, just with like the accessibility and how easy it will be to make your own project. So, yeah, I'm really I'm really excited for kind of the future of your own collection. And also to kind of talk about the future of kind of the crypto market as a whole, would you say like, how would you feel um, or how would you like describe how it is to be a developer of a collection? while people are saying we're entering a bear market and people are saying that, like, there's blood in the streets?
0: Um, You know, this space changes very fast. So for a developer as myself, uh, the reason why I created the NFTs was to introduce people into NFTs and how they could learn more. Uh, it wasn't more about the money because, you know, our NFTs are very inexpensive. Uh, but what I can say is that this pace... I mean, this space changes so fast, you have to be able to keep up with the trend. Right now, the trend are free mints. I mean, you know, project after project have been coming out free uh, because they have realized that, you know, people sometimes don't want to spend money. But if they get something for free and they're able to flip it uh, and those people come in and buy it for, you know, cheap, you know, instead of minting it at 0.05, they're buying it for 0.01 more people are willing to spend money and you know the the way developers are making their money is by the royalties so mm-hmm. that's one of the trends that i have noticed and you know right now you know there's projects being pushed with no utility uh no discords no website is just pure hype uh and pure you know community driven so you know i feel bad for the developers out there that have put in some <laughs> you know some serious time into creating a uh project with utility uh with perks and you know some of those projects are flopping because you know people don't want that right now people want free stuff they want hype and you know they they want to see that chart go up
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah
0: going down uh let's see the
1: line go up
0: exactly so but the one thing that i can say is that if you are you know building in this space uh you know it doesn't bother you as much because it takes time to develop. Right now, we also created a website called uh, BullClubArcade.com, and that's basically our arcade uh, website where you go and you play games, uh, and you'll be able to earn tokens. Uh, we actually came out with a token called Corn, uh, which you can use, you know, later down the road. Of course, when the website comes out, you'll be able to use it to buy merchandise. Uh, so the only way you can, uh, you know, get tokens is by winning community games. Whenever we do uh, have a game up on a bull club arcade or by purchasing nfts uh from you know from minting them so if you mint nfts on specific dates uh then you get to earn corn tokens and then those tokens you can use them on our website to buy merch Uh, right now all that has been developed but like i said it takes time to bring it out to the public and perfect uh you know make it perfect Uh, so right now the only thing that we do have is just our discord server our arcade game And, you know, we are working on a uh, social media platform for NFTs uh, that, you know, has already been created. But, you know, we're still doing a couple of touch ups on it. Uh, So, you know, we're creating a lot of things. But in the meantime, we're still out there on Twitter hosting spaces for anyone to ask questions or, you know, what is the next uh, move uh, as far as NFTs goes. Um, And, you know, we have been able to find some really good NFTs with great utility on them.
1: Yeah, it's really cool to see that. You all are continuing to build and develop into the space as people are kind of you could say people are losing favor um in nfts which i don't believe is true a lot of people are saying that especially on twitter people are just saying nfts are dead crypto is dead leave now but this is the time to start building when prices are down when people aren't talking about it kind of work to start working in the shadows if that makes sense so yeah i'm really i'm really excited to see um everything you all are going to continue to build in the space but before we kind of start breaking down the episode and heading out here, I, I ask every podcast guest uh, this question, and it is, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why?
0: Oh, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> if I could have one superpower, oh, man, it would probably be to be really, really smart, to have, uh, you know, profound knowledge, because that can take you many different places. You can do a lot of good. Uh, you can gain a lot of different things. Um, I think that's one of the most underrated uh, superpowers out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like I like a uh, I love that response. It's a pretty unique one, but I like it. Um, but kind of, if you want to go ahead and I'll kind of give you the floor. If you want to tell your tell the audience anything about not only yourself or any maybe any of your future plans for any Twitter Spaces or your NFT collection, so just kind of go right ahead and. I'll give you the floor if you want to All say
0: right, anything. All right, thanks, Michael. Yeah, well, I just wanted, you know, to touch up upon the Explore NFT Bull Club. Um, they are bulls, and we also have lady bulls because, you know, a bull can be by themselves. Uh, so we also have that second line of uh, NFTs. And I am going to be working on a third one that is going to be a free mint. It's basically going to be, you know, free NFTs. Uh, so there's going to be, you know, no charge whatsoever. Um, and I want to make sure that one is, you know, pretty, pretty big. I have a lot of uh, friends in the NFT space uh, that are influencers that have, you know, big followings and host big spaces. So I will be creating a, you know, a project um, that is going to be, you know, pretty uh, cool and it's going to be free. Uh, And, you know, if you don't keep up with the trends, uh, you stay behind. So uh, I'm going to, you know, let you know whenever I have that prepared. And I think that's going to be, you know, something that's going to be unique. Uh, and it's gonna be more for the uh, NFTers that are uh, more experienced when it comes to you know minting from contracts. Um, so it's gonna be something cool, and I hope uh, you know when the time comes, uh, I get to see you mint uh, one of our NFTs for free. So if you guys want more information, to uh, date on what we are doing, uh, you can follow my Twitter handle. Uh, it is the real Mr Crypto, the real Mr Crypto, uh, and the Bull Club. Uh, Twitter handle was club uh, on Twitter as well. So if you guys have any questions, just hit me up. I live on Twitter 24-7. Uh, you guys can send me a message. Uh, most of the time I will answer those messages before I answer any text messages on my phone or phone calls, uh, you know, because that's pretty much Web3. You have to be uh, in it 24 sevens to keep up on everything that's going on. Uh, and that's the only way you're going to, you know, be able to uh, stay up to date on what's uh, what are the events that are coming up. And, you know, we are developing a lot of uh, relationships with different projects. Um, I'm very excited to, you know, have helped a couple of them. Uh, one of them is called uh, Lola NFTs. The other one is called Wanted That Life. Uh There is another project that's coming out that we're, you know, helping them as well called the Kangaroos. Uh, so, you know, these are communities, uh, projects that have come within the community. Uh, so I'm very excited that, you know, that time that I put in, Uh, Getting people into the bull club has paid off and a lot of them have, you know, developed their own uh, NFT collections and have created their own um, community. So I'm very excited and happy, you know, for what's coming. Uh, The adoption uh, is here. A lot of big companies are starting to put some money into NFTs and NFTs are not going anywhere. Uh, Even though the market might be down, there's still a lot of money uh, being traded on open seats. It's ridiculous <laughs> so even though they say it's a bear market uh open c transactions say otherwise so
1: yeah if you, if
0: yeah you have any questions you know hit me up
1: <laughs> yeah just like just like mr Crypto said f- go feel free to contact him on social media follow him on his social medias follow his projects he is a uh, big mover in the space or at least i'd like to call him a big mover and i will definitely uh keep following your projects and i'm hoping that that mint project is uh something i could be a part of which just sounds very cool and i will definitely make sure my followers uh stay up to date with that but not only i want to thank you mr crypto for coming on today and i also want to thank the audience for listening to this podcast today you all are the whole reason we are here and if you all did learn something and kind of enjoyed the episode today feel free to leave five stars on spotify that really helps us grow the channel and feel free to kind of share this episode with a friend kind of the word of mouth advertising really helps us grow as well also feel free to follow uh our social medias as well it is at nft underscore nation underscore podcast on all uh, all social media platforms and if you're too lazy to type it in which i always am the link tree will be in the description of the podcast so yeah guys i just want to thank everyone for listening today uh Thank you, Mr. Crypto, for coming on again. I uh, appreciate it. And I think that's going to be it for me. Uh, Mr. Crypto, do you want to say anything before we head out here?
0: No. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. And, uh, you know, keep up the good work. Uh, You're doing an awesome job, my man.